This is Berkeley Voices. I'm Ann Bryce. My name is Baniam Karimi, and I'm a junior in UC Berkeley. I'm double majoring in political economics and Persian. Mariam was born in Afghanistan in September 2001. She grew up with her parents and five brothers and sisters in the countryside of Kabul. As a child, she loved poetry. It's a big part of Afghan culture. Dating back thousands of years, poetry in Afghanistan is cherished by almost every group, from modern-day progressives to conservative Muslims. My family and I are really connected to the culture of Afghanistan, poetry, and uh, we usually do it. And also I perform sometimes. I go to events and I perform. One of the poems that I actually posted on my Instagram and um, it went uh, viral in my community and people connected with is um, a poem by uh, Maulana or Most people know him as uh, Rumi. Let me remember. The poem goes, uh, I will say it in, I will say it in Dari, Farsi first, and then in Persian, and then I will translate it in English. Uh, It says, Darin khak, darin khak, darin khak, in this earth, in this earth, in this pure field, let us sow nothing. Let us sow nothing but the seeds of kindness and love. Why did you choose that poem? What does it mean to you? It means to me so much because um, me and my people and I guess all the people in the world who are going through hard time, going through wars, they are tired of it. We need to embrace each other. We need to love each other. We need to take care of each other and uh, our environment. If you go out in the nature, you see all this beauty that we have been blessed with. I want people to uh, give flowers to each other instead of guns and bullets. Why shouldn't we just love each other and uh, be happy and uh, have harmony in the world rather than just all these wars and all these um, darkness that we're bringing upon each other by supporting uh, these terrorist groups by funding them by not speaking out against our governments against the politicians who are um who are bringing all of this upon us like why are we silent about it when mariam was born the taliban was in control of much of the country and had been since 1996. In Kabul, most libraries had been closed, and in some cities, all library books had been destroyed. Girls' schools had been burned to the ground. Women were forced to wear head-to-toe burqas, and men were required to have beards. 
television, music, and cinema were banned. When Mariam was one month old, the United States invaded Afghanistan following the September 11th attacks. The Taliban was ousted from power, but everyday violence remained. After Mariam's father was severely injured in a bomb explosion and a colleague of her mother's was shot and killed, the family applied for asylum and eventually settled in Fremont, California, when Mariam was 12. I could go on about them. I could go on and on about all the people that have been victim of these um, terrorist attacks. But even then, um, I want to say that when I was immigrating to the United States, like for months prior to and after coming here, I was crying the entire time because I wanted to go back. I wanted to live in my own country, even though I was young. I'm saying this because I want everyone to understand that um, no one is going to latch themselves from a plane knowing that they are going to fall to their death unless the sky is safer than earth for them. People such as me, people from Afghanistan come here or go to other countries in the world simply because they want to survive. Now, in her third year at UC Berkeley, Mariam is watching with her family and friends as the Taliban once again takes control of her home country. How is your family doing right now where you are in Fremont, but also in Afghanistan? Um, My family right here in Fremont and all the family friends that we have here are extremely devastated. Their mental health is uh, deteriorating day by day because uh, they're seeing all these things that are going on in their motherland, but they cannot do anything about it. And also they feel a survivor's guilt. All of us feel this, that how am I better than people that fell from the plane and died, you know? were ripped into pieces. And um, at the same time, this help helplessness that they cannot do anything. All they can do is like send their hard earned money that they earn here um, to feed uh, their family members over there and uh, constantly worry about them. And my family in Afghanistan, they are in a far worse situation. Um, many of my family members have been displaced uh, from their homes that they lived outside of Kabul. Most of them lost their jobs. They are very hopeless. They are looking for a way out. And they're always telling us, please do something so we can get out of here. Is is there any way? And uh, we're telling them that we're doing our best. I'm curious. So when we talked before, you were talking about how um, getting an education was so important to you and how, you know, it's so special to you that you're able to be a role model to girls. How are you feeling right now about the girls and the women who are stuck in Afghanistan now? Right now, my biggest concern about Afghanistan is education, education of women and girls and women rights in general. We can see that in the past, women's rights and education has been 
jeopardized by terrorist groups that ruled Afghanistan. And it continues to be jeopardized to this day. I'm really concerned about how education system will be implemented after this because the people that are in power right now, uh, they do not believe in this education system. And about women, women have worked so hard in the past 20 years to achieve everything that they have achieved right now. And uh, if this keeps going on, all of that will be for nothing. That's why I'm asking the United States government and the United Nations and human rights activists to speak out for women in Afghanistan because we don't want to go back to uh, the dark ages. We don't want uh, we, we don't want to leave them alone. I know you're really active on social media, um, especially with Afghan girls in Afghanistan and here. And I'm curious what communication you've had with them in the past few weeks or few months? Uh, I have been communicating with a lot of Afghan girls through social media, and I have gotten a lot of messages from them as well. Um, and uh, because I was really hurt with all the, these uh, situations, I um, I was expressing my feelings on social media. I was showing how sad I wasn't because I couldn't stop myself. I wanted to be there with them. And... Um, it was really incredible that some of them were giving me hope. Uh, they were sending me um, messages of love and hope, and they were asking me to be strong. They were telling me that when they look at me, they, uh, they see hope. But when I look hopeless and I don't give them hope, then how are they supposed to feel? They are in the fire and I'm outside of it, watching it from far away. They are telling me to be hopeful, to not give up, to still keep raising the awareness and um, try to get the United Nations, the, the nations in the world to hear us and um, their concerns. At the same time, I've been getting messages from them that they are scared. They haven't been out of the house for for many days now and uh, even though there has been words from these uh, people that are in power right now in Afghanistan that they do not want to hurt any woman or they they have changed they don't believe it they have um, heard everything that their parents went through and they have read history so they are really concerned Mariam, can you share a few messages um, that you have received from girls in Afghanistan recently? Uh, yes. One of them said, Hi, I'm currently living in Kabul and I feel kind of lost. All my dreams and all my goals are fading away. The future looks blurry. I feel scared, scared from even going out. All the men look scary to me. And they look at me different now. They look at me like they're seeing a criminal. But I didn't do anything. I just came out to shop for groceries. I feel empty and numb. Another one wrote, Salam, Mariam John. I'm a 12th grade student. I live in Kabul. We lost many things after the fall of Kabul. Our freedom, our independence, our dreams our goals, our hopes. And I'm so shocked how everything we worked for 
vanished in one night. My heart aches for my people, my country, and for Afghan girls and women. For me, living without my dreams and goals is like a body with dead soul. But this is not the end. I won't be silent. I will work even harder for my dreams. Because I'm an Afghan girl and I'm strong. I will either achieve my goals or die fighting for them. Several years ago, when Mariam was in middle school, she started a nonprofit called Educated Child for Change, or ECHO. Its mission is to provide educational opportunities for children in developing countries. Recently, ECHO started a GoFundMe campaign to raise funds for sanitary products for women and diapers for their babies who have been displaced from their homes in Afghanistan. Already, they've raised more than $19,000, and her team on the ground in Afghanistan has begun purchasing and distributing products. This fall, she plans to register ECHO as a student organization at Berkeley. Mariam has also been working with the Afghan Student Association at UC Berkeley to organize protests across the country. On August 28th, the group joined more than 40 cities in 16 countries around the globe in a world day of protests for Afghan lives. Afghan fathers are claiming their daughters as their own wives just so they aren't taken away by the Taliban. Yet the world is silent, and my question is, why? So on August 30th, the U.S. fully withdrew its troops from Afghanistan and stopped its emergency evacuation effort. And while you have said that the life, that life over the past 20 years was better for people in the country than when the Taliban was in control, um, Afghans still lived through a lot of violence every day, um, like you talked about. And so I'm curious what you think needs to happen for Afghanistan to have peace. First of all, I want to say that the U.S. withdrawal and evacuation was done extremely irresponsible. It ended up taking so many lives and caused extreme chaos that could otherwise be avoided with better management. I know that I'm raising awareness in the United States, but I strongly disagree with yet another U.S. intervention in Afghanistan or another U.S. occupation. It is important to consider that things could not be left the same as it was in Afghanistan. People were dying every day. Maternity hospitals were attacked. Thousands of kids were killed in schools. And all of this was happening when the previous government was in power and the U.S. uh, forces were present. This generation of Afghanistan is different than 20 years ago or 30 years ago. This generation has tasted a bit of freedom, and I don't think that they will give up easily. You know, there might be some influencers and journalists on media that we see. Uh, They left out of the fear for their lives. But there are millions of other motivated and strong individuals like them that are still in Afghanistan. People that many of us may not know yet, and they will rise. Eventually, all women, men, 
girls and boys, they will come out of their houses. I know they will not rest because the fire of revolution and freedom is lit in their hearts. And with a little breeze, it's going to burn brighter than ever before. I personally believe in no one but the people of Afghanistan. They will be the one who will end this war together and they will come out of this maybe tomorrow, maybe in a month, maybe in years, but they will. Mariam, thank you so much for joining me today on Berkeley Voices. Thank you for having me today. If I could leave you with one message today, that would be these verses of poetry by Sadi Shirazi. Bani Adam azay yak paykarand ke dar afarinish se yak gauharand chu azwe ba dar davarat rozgar digar azhara namanat qarar تو که از مهنت دیگران بیغمی نشاید کنامت نهند آدمی Human beings are members of a whole in creation of one essence and soul If one member is afflicted with pain other members uneasy will remain If you have no sympathy for human pain the name of human you cannot retain.